here we go with our number two of the Lake Show. Unfortunately, Henry Lake, or fortunately for him, I suppose, has the night off. My name is Weasel. I'm filling in tonight. And uh, we started the show off by talking about how horrible my golf game is. And I'm welcoming your uh, texts or phone calls on that topic and anything that we talk about. If you want to relive some of it or if you missed it, Chris Tubbs informs me that uh, you, if you have that Odyssey app, you can uh, get the podcast. The first hour of the show is already up there and out there in the stratosphere for you to uh, listen to and listen back or catch up if, if you so desire. I believe it's either odyssey.com or our website, right, would have it. Yeah, uh, WCCORadio.com. I didn't mean to put you on the spot podcast. there, no, no, Chris no, no. Tubbs. I apologize. Oh, no, no, no. no. You, you, would, you would think I would know that. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, you can go on the Odyssey app. Um, if you have the Odyssey app, yeah, you should be following WCCO <laughs> anyway, and you can get they, all the shows right there. So. They say the uh, sometimes functioning Odyssey well, app. Well, now I know that uh, there have been, you know, it's like any new technology. There's some struggles. There's some growing pains, but we're working through it. I think it's I think it's more the bit. I don't know, but yeah. it's it's up and running and uh, whatever you can find it however you want. It. Catch, if, yeah, if you, catch your first hour. It's up there if you so choose. Once we put right. it out there, we're not responsible anymore, right, Tubbs? Nope. That's it. No, nope. done. It's out we're of my. Out. I've done my job. That's right. We're, I've done my job. Bosses, check the box. I'm good. We're out. There's no question. Direct about deposit that. hits. Cool. The, there were some texts coming in. Uh, back to the golf uh, topic, real quick. There was a, <laughs> a listener that said I was canoeing down the. Minnehaha Creek once paddling through a golf course. I looked over uh, the side, and there at the bottom of the creek was a full set of clubs in a bag. Pretty much says it all. Yeah, it does. No question about that. Today, I don't know if you uh, are celebrating National Tartar Sauce Day. But to those that do, happy National Tartar Sauce Day. And I wanted to get into this about condiments uh, slash sauces. What uh, What's your feeling on them? I, I know my wife, it seems to me like she's single-handedly keeping the condiment biz, uh, business uh, afloat. There isn't a condiment that uh, she does not like. Everything has to be enhanced, which I think is disrespectful to the meal preparer. Hear me out. Let's say, uh, I'll use myself as an example. I'm no Chef Boyardee by any stretch of the imagination. But I do enjoy firing up the old smoker from time to time and smoking a slab of ribs. Great time killer. Everything smells wonderful. Takes hours. You can mix yourself up a cold one or a cocktail and, you know, get in there. You know, I I don't get all crazy or fancy or whatever, but uh, I'm a dry rub kind of guy. And at the end of the process, when the meal is served, I cut the ribs, platter them, and there they are. They're ready to eat. If somebody decides to get up from the table, go in the fridge and grab some barbecue sauce, or any other condiment, I take a little uh, offense to that. It's a personal affront to the chef. 
And that's how I feel anytime I'm eating a meal. If you made it and you wanted the barbecue sauce on there, put it on there. I'll eat it. I'll eat it any way you decide to serve it. But once it's served to me, that's it. I don't need to reach for something else. I trust you know what you're doing good enough to where you're going to feed me the best version of the meal that you want it to be. Here's another way to look at it. You wouldn't go out to, what's that fancy, Murray's Steak Place, Morton's. Uh, They shut that one down here, but I don't think you'd go out there for a nice steak dinner. And then when they bring you your meal, you're not going to say, excuse me, do you have any gray poupon or some of that A1 or, God forbid, ketchup? Oh, man. And put that all over that expensive piece of meat that you are paying the well-trained, hopefully, you know, chef that's uh, doing his job back there. I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't get it. If you're a condiment person, then, again, happy National Tartar Sauce Day. Now, uh, shrimp cocktail, I was thinking about, do I use, you know, it's not to say that I, like, I'll eat ketchup. If, it, if you make me a hamburger and have ketchup on it, I'll eat it. But I would never put it on there myself. You serve it the way you meant it to be, to be eaten. Maybe I'm out of my gourd. I don't know. If you want to pipe up and join the conversations, the WCCO Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. It's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake tonight. And I got to say, we are uh, having some fun. That's for darn sure. Chris Tubbs, are you a condiment guy or no? You, you, I, you made a face when I said putting ketchup on a steak. Is that one of your deals? That's a, that's a, that's a big no-no. Oh, okay. So yeah, you that, say, that you say take, no. Yeah, cool. I, I'm okay with a little bit because when you were talking about the ribs, it went, like, I love the barbecue. Like when we get into the, the season, I'm all about the barbecuing and the baby back ribs. Like I will do that nonstop. So you're talking about a dry rub. Then you put just a little sauce on there mm-hmm. to to caramelize it, mm-hmm. but yeah, to, while to, it's on, while it's still while you, you while it's still on the grill, plate yes, it and serve it that way. You don't want somebody to smother barbecue after you no. served it to them, correct? Cor- correct. Yeah, you, thank you. Yeah, there's there's got to be circumstances like condiments. There's a time and a place, like you know, fish sticks. Talking about tartar sauce, yeah. Well, that's but, what I was going to say. Shrimp cocktail. Is shrimp it, is, cocktail. That's one that, it, but it's served with that. With that you know, cocktail they're usually, sauce. Yeah, they're usually lining the bowl or whatever, and then there's that cocktail sauce. So that's that's what it's there for. That, that's part of it. But yeah. It, part of the deal. And so if I decide to make my ribs, mm-hmm. a dry rub, and then yeah, I'll also bake on some of that barbecue sauce mm-hmm. for flavor or whatever you want to do, that's fine. But if you were to, then you know, hey, where, where's the barbecue sauce? And, you know, get up from the table. Or if you're at a restaurant or whatever, you, you know, you do whatever you want. Yeah. If that's what you like, that's how fine. About, how about steaks? Is it – to me, I feel like steaks are a little more – it's a little more touchy, right? Because some people – I like to have my steak. If I make it right, you shouldn't You shouldn't have to use anything. That's correct. You shouldn't have to use anything. Well, no, you know I, my take on this. Yeah. I, 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 like, like I say, mm-hmm. the meal preparer, the chef or the whoever, whatever you want to call them, 
I'm eating it the way that you made it. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah don't don't do that. But no, I've I've been out to dinner with people that you know have said, oh, is there any steak sauce or or ketchup? No, man. Do, do you do you do anything weird like that? Like put ketchup on eggs? I'll put, or I'll put any I'll, weird eating habits that you have. I'll put a little hot sauce in eggs. Okay, a little Tabasco. Little, little Tabasco, but sure. yeah, I won't do the, I won't do the ketchup, or as my stepdad calls it, catsup. Catsup, sure. Catsup, yeah. We do have a couple of text messages here on the uh, WCCO uh, talking text line. Give me a Velveeta grilled cheese with a one and ketchup to dip it in. Okay, I mean if the. If you order it that way, I guess, or if they're, you know, if you're at a restaurant and that's the way that, you know, that sounds like a uh, a recipe, you know, you you could maybe some fancy restaurant had or, you know, they've done so many things with grilled cheese now. Oh, it's, I know. I it's think, not even a grilled cheese anymore. You know, they they put everything on there. It's like I, a Bloody Mary with like a yeah, big like turkey right. or something on it. <laughs> yeah, here, right. Here's another one here right. talking about uh, uh, popcorn shrimp deep fried at the local dive bar drowning in tartar sauce. Sure. Okay. Well, happy National Tartar Sauce Day, day today for you. I'm sure you're, uh, hopefully you are enjoying it. Probably knee-deep in tartar sauce right now. Now, you did, uh, when you said about the eggs, I do have to confess. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I like to be a uh, full disclosure, and I, and I, I, I like to, uh, I don't want to hide behind anything here. I do, uh, from time to time on scrambled eggs, I will use some salsa. Um, okay, that's okay. But I don't. This is a safe I think space. That's, I think that's different than the meats. I think the I think uh, meats should be in their own category when it comes to accoutrement. I don't know what an accoutrement is. Yeah, it's the it's the side stuff. It's the it's the the dressing up of the thing, and the, you know more of this, and give me a little bit of that. You know, you're you're changing the taste of it. Oh, okay. I it's, thought that was dipping, it's it's a, it's a condiment or oh, a sauce. Okay. And accoutrement okay. is you know something extra, something you know it could be anything. Could oh, be a, see, I thought know. okay, I I thought because you were you know you go to that fancy gym, the La Finesse, <laughs> you're talking about accoutrements at the La Finesse. I don't know. I I kind of see them the same though, because aren't you dressing it up regardless? Aren't you adding something, no matter what? I guess with the eggs. Are you ta- are you ta- are you saying because now I have to I have to take everything back that I've said because I admitted fully to you that I will put salsa on eggs from no, time to time. No, now I'm you're saying now you're saying I have to let everything else go. The first we got I will to stri- not. <laughs> strike it from the record. I will not. But although I will say, if you're talking about eggs, are you mixing it into the eggs? No, because- no, 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 no. Oh, oh see, after, okay, after yeah. the fact. I'll, oh, after I, okay, myself, yeah. If you're talking after the fact, then it's. I look at it the same deal. Oh my God! Come on now, it's, it's not even. It's not. It's not even close to the same. But I'm, sure, even... I'm sure everybody listening is probably saying the same thing. I mean, I, listen, there are real problems to be worrying about this day and age, uh, and in this times that we're living in. <laughs> so whether or not you want to put ketchup or anything else on your steak, I get it. But listen, this is a three-hour show, if and I got to fill time. If, if, That's if what if I'm saying. If you're dressing it up, you're dressing it up after the fact. It doesn't matter if it's meat. Doesn't matter if it's eggs; they're all proteins. I'm Doesn't you, matter if it's chicken or pork or. Look, when is this fish? next break? I can't wait till we get into this next break. I'm going to come over across <laughs> this table, man. And I'm going to give it to you real good. I'm man, telling I'm, you right now. Hey, How man. Many times, you want to talk about Radio 101 full pause again? What, what are you doing? Disagreeing with the host? Uh, I know. Hey, what the hell is the matter with you? Don't, hey, don't chase after me because I look like a penguin. Be 
being chased by a polar bear when I run. I know that for sure. All right. You're listening uh, to The Lake Show. Henry Lake's got the night off tonight. My name's Weasel. You can get a hold of us. Uh, we'd love to hear you. WCCO Talk and Text Line is available at 651-461-9226. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for 2024 are out. And, yes, we finally get to learn what a bumba clark is coming up on WCCO. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is Weasel filling in for Henry Lake tonight on The Lake Show. And the 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations have been released. Now, these are just the nominees. Does not mean that they're inducted as of yet. But the first person that uh, couldn't give a crap is this guy singing right here. Liam Gallagher. From Oasis. He got the news that uh, the band Oasis is a nominee for the 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he responded with an expletive, the F word. F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's full of Bumba Clarts. Oh, Bumba Clart. Here it is. Okay. Bumble Clarts. B-U-M-B-A. C-L-A-R-T-S. Good, because I was going to try and spell it. That's what Liam, Liam Gallagher says. Bumbleclart apparently is a Jamaican derogatory term that literally means ass cloth. Ass cloth? A- sorry, ass cloth. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to clean it up. No, no, no. Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm assuming it would be the equivalent of an a-hole or whatever. But ass cloth. Ass, ass cloth, yes. Gallagher shared more of his thoughts in response to other Twitter users. Don't waste your time, he said to one fan uh, petitioning for Oasis on the Daily Rock Hall fan vote. As much as it's appreciated, it's all a load of bollocks. Not impressed with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, the one thing that um, should be and will continue to be debated is the name Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oasis, obviously very worthy, being a rock band, and I think a very good one, by the way. The Gallagher guys are those the the, the two guys that uh, the two brothers in that band are both a couple of nut jobs. So taking that out of it, no, they're I, I can see them getting in, but calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore is silly. And when you hear the list of this year's nominees, maybe you'll start to understand why. The term rock and roll should be excluded from the Hall of Fame. It should just be called the Music Hall of Fame or however you want to go about it. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Again, very talented singer from what I know of Mary J. Blige. Mariah Carey, I'm uh, much more familiar with. Mariah Carey, also a nominee this year. She is uh, without a doubt, right? How can you deny the talents of, what, what do they call her? Mimi, Miss Mariah Carey. Isn't she but, the self-proclaimed like uh, queen of Christmas, too? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she okay. sure is. Yeah, she okay. owns the Christmas season. Okay. But to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, uh, I... I, I 
I, like I said, I, I think there needs to be either some distinction or a, a name change about the Hall of Fame because that's, you know, obviously that that's not where she belongs. The Dave Matthews Band gets themselves a nod. And I forget either how long you need to be, uh, what the requirements are, either how long you, it has to be since, I think it's how long it is since your first record came out. You then become eligible for the Hall of Fame. That's how they figure it out. But here's some Dave Matthews Band right here we're listening to. Something called Eric B. and Rakim. Not aware of them. Foreigner. Okay. Yes. Foreigner, a nominee this year, Peter Frampton. Jane's Addiction. Cool and the Gang. Let's hear it for Cool and the Gang. Lenny Kravitz is on the list. Uh, oh, boy. Sinead O'Connor, what a talent she was. Ozzy Osbourne is in already uh, as a member of Black Sabbath, but he's nominated finally as a solo guy. Ozzy, here's some Ozzy right here. Want me to let that breathe a little bit? I just, I guess I, I'm a little bit worried about the... Whatever we do, the later, the later thing. What's that thing called later that we talked about? It's out there now. The playback or whatever. Podcast? Yeah, the oh, that's what it is, a podcast. Why, why I couldn't think <laughs> of that name. Uh, why it's called the pod, you know, if there's no music on there, I'll, I'll just be sitting there doing nothing. But anyway. Oh, no, the, the music's on there. Oh, good. I made oh. sure this time. Oh, I, you're, I, a fa- you're, you're fantastic. I hit a button. I'm a professional. Oh, thanks, buddy. Hey. Okay, so Ozzy's nominated. Like I said, he's in, he's in in Sabbath, but... Obviously, Ozzy had a, a hell of a career as a solo artist. Maybe some people aren't even aware that Ozzy was in Black Sabbath originally. So um, He's nominated as a solo guy. Shaw Day. And a tribe called Quest. There's your 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. And if you're interested, if you, you know, if you want to get involved... Public voting is now open. Which one is this? Is Tribe Called Quest? Yeah, this is Tribe. All right, cool. Uh, Public voting is now open. Fans can vote for up to seven of the artists one time a day. Every day. So you get one vote a day. You can vote for seven of them up until April 26th. Now, the fan vote, sorry to say, does not guarantee induction. It counts only as a single Rock Hall members' votes added to the 1,000 or so members who also each have a say. And I don't know uh, if that's a well-guarded secret who these guys are or not. I guess I do not recall. Um, But, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is that – should it still be called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when you've got people, uh, like I said – Sinead O'Connor and Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige. Cher is one I left off the list. I'm sorry. I apologize for that, Cher. She's also nominated this year. Oh, You had that ready to go, and you you have, you've got the killer impression, and I almost screwed you, Chris Tubbs, out of some radio magic right there. I oh, apologize. No. You believe in love after love. 
And we've learned what Bumba Clarts means finally. I think that's fantastic. Bumba Clarts? I don't know if I'm saying that or not. You ever uh, wonder why you're reading some of them news stories and the craziest ones always seem to happen two places, really? Wisconsin and only in Florida. We'll be back on WCCO. Hmm. I lied. Dropped a few degrees. It's oh, I thought you were going to lie about only, it being dark. I'm like, yeah, it's only like 10. No. It's still dark. I didn't lie about that. But, <laughs> uh, it's cold. By the way, I think I heard one of Paul's forecasts earlier where he said this is probably it. This is probably the coldest day we're going to get for the rest of the year. Or really? Like, well, for the rest of the snow winter season, yeah. The climatological it, winter? It's looking like, uh, well, he just said, you know, 40s by next week mm. and continuing mild. So this might be it. If you're not a fan of the cold, get through today and you'll be on the other side of it. Mm. Uh, hey, it's a Weasel. I'm filling in for Henry Lake and the Lake Show tonight. If you want to talk to us, the WCCO Talk and Text Line, it's there at 651-461-9226. And you ever notice how some of the craziest stories that you think are probably unbelievable, actual news stories, they generally happen in two states, really, Wisconsin and the state of Florida. Only in Florida, Ray LaFleur. He's great in dodgeball, by the way. Great character. I I wish you could see his mugshot. The guy has a world-class mullet. Oh, dude. Ray LaFleur likes himself some drinking and driving. He was arrested for DUI. But according to Ray, he claims he only drank at the stoplights, not while driving. Is that? I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if that's going to get you out of it there, Ray LaFleur. Ray LaFleur. That's a good one. I've never heard that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm i not drinking and driving there. Uh, I was only drinking at the stoplights. <laughs> I mean, it's as good a defense as any, right? I like it, I Ray. Mean, I like your style. I like your haircut, Ray. <laughs> Only in Florida, for the Christ's sake. What happens if it's only, like, one stoplight, though? Yeah, in a one-stoplight town. One-stoplight town? Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. Okay. Hey, this is why I would not be a good defense attorney. I was not aware of this either in Florida, but this is true. If they were having a night like tonight, I don't think it gets this cold out there, but uh, if it gets below 40 degrees, this is a real thing. They issue... Uh, weather alert for falling iguanas. Apparently, they slow down and become immobile when it gets below 40 degrees. They could be falling from wherever they're roosting, which is high up. They like to roost up in the trees at night or ledges or, you know, I don't know telephone lines or electric lines, whatever, whatever they're on. They actually, I did not know this, only in Florida. I've heard, I've actually heard of that. The Falling Iguanas. Falling Iguanas. That's a, that's a great name for a band, though, isn't it? Ooh, yeah, Tubbs. I like, I like that. I wonder if there is a band called Falling Iguanas. That's a, that'd be a dang good one. That's a hell of a band. 
Yes, it is. During a, only in Florida, during a tour of the Florida Everglades back in 2012, it's an oldie but a goodie. Wallace Weatherhold, a 63-year-old airboat captain, he spotted a nine-foot alligator while guiding a family from Indiana. In an effort to attract the alligator and entertain his tourists, I mean, this sounds like old Wallace was going above and beyond. He decided to dangle a fish over the side of the airboat. Hey, Archie, I'll get that there gator to come real close here, kids. Get your cameras ready. The alligator, being an alligator, lunged and ended up biting Weatherhold's hand clean off. Following the incident, the Florida Florida Fish and Game uh, Game Control uh, located. And euthanized the poor gator for just being an alligator. That, you know, that ain't right. Weatherhold's hand, Weatherhold's hand was discovered in the alligator's stomach, but regrettably, reattachment was simply not possible. So if you've got a trip to the Everglades planned anytime soon, and you have a one-handed airboat captain, you're in for a damn good time. I can't believe the guy never watched Happy Gilmore because the same thing happened to Chubbs Peterson. Is that how Chubbs lost That's his hand? That's how Chubbs lost his hand. R.I.P. to Carl Weathers, by I the know, way. We just man. lost him a couple of weeks back. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I did not remember the backstory to old Chubbs. Yeah, he lost his hand because of a, because of a gator. By the way, uh, Weather, Weatherhold faced arrest and a potential fine of up to $500. Uh, for feeding the alligator. I guess that's a no-no down there in Florida. Man, lose your hand, get a fine, not a good day. Yeah, it cost him more than 500 bucks. It cost, yeah. it cost the guy uh, his hand. Uh, here's some stories that I'd like to read to you now, and I, I'm only going to give you the headline because, um, well, let's face it, I'm a little bit lazy, and I haven't read the entire story. It's something I like to call just the tip. So just the headlines here. Apparently there's a bill going uh, through the house in Tennessee where they're wanting to ban the sale of cold beer. (gasps) It's got some steam. What? Yeah. Uh, I can only give you the headline. That's, That's why we're doing it. I, I apologize. I'd, I'd love to give you the whole story, but I, I just can't do it. But, uh, I mean, if not for the cold beer, what, what else is there? I mean, come on now. They don't want to legalize pot, and now they want to get rid of cold beer? Oh, is that one of the states that's uh, yeah. dragging their feet? I think Ten- they are, yeah. Tennessee? Yeah, they are. A transgender woman loses... Uh, Bid to sue her ex, or it's uh, their ex. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm not. I do not mean to offend. I don't know how to. The proper way to say it. A transgender woman loses bid to sue ex for throwing out her surgically removed testicles. They, uh, again, only the headlines in this portion. What is there are so many questions, Chris mm-hmm. Tubbs. What is your ex doing with your testicles? 
Well, they probably <laughs> we can speculate. That's I mean, that's this, literally it's that's like what oh, they got him in a jar. Fun. That's oh. what I think they did. Oh. You know how some people will uh, honor uh, a loved one that has been cremated by placing the urn on top of the mantle. I would assume it's a very similar situation yeah. going on down there, where the yes, they were on display. And the partner decided, you know what, to hell with it. I'm tired of looking at those things. And out the door they went, mm. like George Stiller would say. This is sad mm. for people that have a lactose intolerance. You ever tried the lactose-free milk at Fairlife? I guess it smells like poop. Sickens thousands of people. Well, it's encouraging. Smells like poop, and it poisons. Yeah, it's, it makes I I, I, sick. I, it's probably not in the brochure. You know, probably not something they're gonna put in their marketing campaign. Here's what I heard before, but uh, from the health department, maybe a little reminder. Maybe people uh, are already aware of this, but flushing the toilet with the lid down significantly reduces the spread of airborne particles and bacteria. Studies have shown that doing so can reduce the spread by up to fifty percent. Okay. So, I mean, I, you close it all the way, I guess, before you flush, after, yeah. you, after you use the toilet. Yeah. Makes but sense. It, it, uh, I've heard that, you know, you don't want to store your toothbrush, right, uh, out there like in a toothbrush holder like most people mm-hmm. do. Yeah. That's, that, that's, you're doing it all wrong, apparently. You, you want to cover up the top of the toothbrush. You know what? Maybe there's... See, here's the thing. But how do you know if it flushes or not, though, if you can't see? Well, <laughs> buyer beware. I guess it's the, the, <laughs> I mean, next, it's... The, the next dude or do that in line is a surprise. You know, it's a, it's a party. <laughs> I think that I think that I think that if you have time, right, you you, you wait till it's all done and settled down. Then you and take then you, a peek. You, you take a peek, yeah. But yeah, you you, did, you certainly don't want your face anywhere near there if there's all these airborne bacteria getting thrown about in the yeah. Air. That's no, thanks. I would not have thought about that. This one's just a joke that I saw on social media, and I loved it because I think this is this about the silliest thing going. This is a joke headline. A study found over 3 million millennial women die of dehydration every day because they don't have a Stanley Tumblr. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm only drinking water if I have my Stanley Tumblr. Uh, ridiculous! I mean, oh, they lug those things around like they're like I equate it to Linus and his blankie. They yeah. carry these things around with them. You see this right here? here. That's an old-fashioned bottle of water. I got mine over there too. It comes in a, its own carrying case, and when you're done with it, well, see now, I guess that's the problem, right? Where we have become the problem. Hi, I'm you're the problem much, at you? Yes, apparently. Uh, uh, so, so many of these things. And I get it. I don't listen. I don't want our oceans and, and waterways being clogged up with all kinds of plastic. But I thought they found all kinds of fantastic things that they're doing with, you know, the recycling and the whatnot. So I'm trying to keep those people in business is all I'm trying to do. Well, you drink the, you drink the bottled water, you recycle, look at you. You're, you're a man of the people. You're paying it forward, Weasel. There's no question about that. Man. Man of the people. You're a man of the people. Thank you, Chris Tubbs. You are welcome. 
Hey, it's that time of night where uh, you get to take a turn reading off the stories, I believe. It's something that the Lake Show likes to call headlines. That Who came up with that one? That's fantastic. Wow. Give that guy a raise. It's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake tonight on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Oh, did you want me to say? I, I'm sorry. I just I just assumed that you were doing the whole thing, but I will oh, say. Oh, no, no. No, that's fine. I, I had my hat on, and I was kicking back like I could just take a little time off. You know but what? No, no. Hey, it's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake tonight on The Lake Show. Uh, Chris Tubbs now, who has been producing. This is a segment you guys do every night, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do it uh, every night. I will uh, take four stories. I will make them appropriate for broadcast, and then you give me your thoughts. Okay, just uh, in the business, we'll call this a little bit of tease, but after the top of the hour news and whatnot, and I waited till after, you know, it'll be after 8 o'clock at that point, there is a story that is definitely not appropriate for anything, anywhere, anytime, anyplace, and we're reading it. Ooh. Well, now i got to buzz through headlines. No, no, no. Okay, this, this, might, this might be the only semi-serious segment of the night. Oh, I didn't, you didn't tell me I had to be serious. Okay, let's just, hear what you just got. For a, just for a moment, just for a moment. Hey, thousands of St. Paul educators on Wednesday voted to go on strike if a new contract with the district can't be reached. Teachers have been working without a contract since last April, and it's the fourth consecutive time that the union has taken a strike vote. Now, there was a walkout by St. Paul teachers in 2020, but it lasted only four days before the COVID-19 pandemic shut down all the schools in the district. Uh, educators are calling for higher wages, lower insurance costs, and reduced class sizes, amongst other things. They said a strike is not imminent. There was a uh, walkout in 2020, but it lasted only four days. And did they get what they wanted then after the after the four-day walkout or no? It, uh, it didn't say if they did. Well, I'll tell you right now, Chris Tubbs, I have a friend, a very good friend, uh, who's a teacher, and some of the stories that she tells me, and, and and you can see it on the news yourself. You hear these stories all the day about the students just running amok. I mean, I mean, we talked earlier. We started the show talking about how nobody has any locker room etiquette anymore. There's no etiquette in in the schools. It's not. It's just, it's everywhere. They're running crazy. So yeah, pay the teachers what they need. Yeah, I don't think anybody more important than our educators. And I've got a I've got a thirteen year old, and I'm very fortunate that she has got very very uh, very good teachers. Yeah, a good teacher can do uh, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. There's, there's no question about that. Absolutely. Hey, two juveniles have been charged with crimes connected to the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rally. This, according to authorities earlier today, a news release from the Jackson County Family Court said the juveniles are being detained in the county's juvenile detention center. What they say on gun related and resisting arrest charges. The release said that it anticipated the additional charges are expected in the future as the investigation by the Kansas City Police Department continues. Now, the shooting was outside a union station. It occurred despite the presence of more than 800 police officers who were in the building and surrounding area, including the near of the uh, uh, near the top of some of the structures. Yeah, I'm sure they had snipers lining the place and everything like that. Yeah, Uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's a city. Of 470,000 people, metropolitan of about 2 million, they said about half of those, 1 million people, they say, showed up to that parade. It was a beautiful day in Kansas City, and, uh, you know, they, the Chiefs, I think they call them the Chiefs Kingdom. Chiefs Kingdom, yep. Yeah, they came out in mass, and it's just two, and they've got two kids. They killed a woman, injured 
I don't know how many dozens. Yeah, there were like 22 or so. I mean, it's it's senseless. It's pointless, right? Like, what are you, what are you doing? There needs to be a discussion. Yeah. About, I mean, about why, why, why that, do you think that it's okay to do that kind of thing? The, the gun debate is a whole completely different issue. Yep. On the right to bear arms and to get rid of guns or keep the guns or whatever. This has nothing to do with that. This is why do you think that that's acceptable behavior? It goes back to what we've been talking about all night long. Etiquette and decency. Respecting your fellow man. I don't get it. We're not going to get the answers, you and I, Chris Tubbs. You know, what, what the hell do I know? I'm a fill-in radio <laughs> guy. I don't know much, but I, I know that. No, I don't know a lot either. Hey, one thing I do know is that Nike's going to lay off about 2% of their employees or close to 1,700 people. As a sportswear behemoth looks to cut as much as $2 billion in costs. How, how about uh, up top? Why don't you, how come they never shave up top where, where the big salaries are? Mm, good question. Are they still handing out bonuses? I'm sure you probably don't have this information. I'm sorry to screw you up. Like no, that, no, no. But, you're good. You're good. You know, wh- why not, uh, you know, how about take just $3 million for a bonus instead of ten? No, yeah, Well, as they say, you know, it all rolls downhill. They've got just short of 84,000 people worldwide as of May 31st. But, I mean, I don't know if this is the change in consumer behavior because people are not spending as much on the brand names like that and they're doing, you know, more of the experiences. I mean, I I don't know. But you see companies are turning record profits, but yet the workers are the ones that are paying the price. It It, it sucks for them. Well said, Mr. Tubbs. Well said. I know we got to hit a break here pretty quick, so uh, we'll remind you that it's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake on the Lake Show here at News Talk 830 WCCO.